ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to The Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real-life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here. Welcome back to The Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have on the show Steve Fine, the Managing Director of Growth Focus, who is a broker that specializes specifically in the accounting and financial services space. And he's here to talk to us today all about how automation tripled his broking business and how it can triple yours. So today we're really digging into process automation and how coming up with processes can help you save time in the sale process and help make you more efficient. We talk about technology and the support model and this is really a great episode I think where we dig into some of the mechanics of dealing with sale and acquisition transactions. So buckle in, here we go with our discussion with Steve. Well, Steve, I just want to give you a very warm welcome to the Deal Room podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. This sounds like an exciting topic that we're going to get stuck into today, how you tripled your broking business through automation. I'm super keen um, to hear all about this. uh, And you know, one of the reasons I'm so keen to hear about this is I have a very keen interest in process and efficiency. And, you know, we come at it from the legal perspective, um, but, you know, in dealing in the business sale and acquisition area, there are always so many things going on that I think there is so much opening for coming at dealing with business sale and acquisitions with a mind for systems and processes and finding ways to really create more efficient and effective systems. Certainly, that's how I look at it from the legal perspective. So, this is a topic that I am super looking forward to getting into. So, thank you, Steve. A thank you for coming in and talking about what some people might think is a boring topic, but is absolutely fantastically interesting because it can help deliver really good returns in your own business, but also for those the business of your clients that you're working with, right? So, Steve, how about why don't we kick it off by you giving us just a little bit of a snapshot, a background, who are you? What's your background? What sort of, you know, what businesses do you deal with the sale of? Just just a bit of a snapshot. Oh, so the business is Growth Focus. Uh, it's a business broking firm. I've been around 15 years. Got a bit of a niche focus in um, the financial services sector. Yeah, we work across Australia, uh, accounting practices, financial planning businesses. That's pretty okay. much our main segment. That's our Excellent. Okay, 15 years in the industry. So yeah. you've done a few fair deals in your time, I'm guessing. Yes, yes. <laughs> so tell me where this concept of the process of automation came in. When, when is it that you started thinking about process? Well, yeah, so uh, look, it comes out of the fact that in, uh, deep down I'm actually a little bit lazy, uh, Joanne. And, do you know what? Um, that's what I say to people as well. Yes, yeah. that's what drives it. We want to do things in the most efficient well, way possible. Yeah, you don't want to tell too many people. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, that, that, that was a big driver. Uh, but I guess if I just share with you a little story that uh, kind of kicked the whole thing off. It was... Um, Please do. A good many years ago, um, 
I went to a conference. It was overseas. It was in Vietnam. And uh, I was sitting at the back there. I was jet lagged. I was half asleep. And uh, a guy came up and started to tell his story. Um, he's a, I won't say who it is, but it's a guy who's very, very successful, uh, had offices in 25 countries around the world. And he told his story about how he kind of had one of these breakthrough moments. And I was kind of listening and getting into it. And for me, that was also a breakthrough moment in, in hearing his story. So I'll just share with you very, very quickly his story. Please um, do. So he, he was delivering a, a service. It wasn't business broking, but it doesn't really matter. It was very similar to, to that, delivering a service. And he started out in the industry and he was, uh, self-admittedly, he was pretty bad at it. So he had to work double, even triple as, uh, as hard as everyone else just to put food on the table. Then he got a little bit better. And then, you know, comparing with other guys in the company, you know, he was on par. But he said he always had to work harder than everyone else to, to keep up. Got a little bit better than he was on par with everybody else. And then he decided he needed some support. So he got a support person to assist him. And then he noticed all of a sudden his business you know, almost doubled. He got another support person and his business doubled. So he was working less hours and he was producing more than everybody else. Mm. And he thought this is unbelievable. Yeah, no one's doing what I'm doing. I've got to be like, he, he thought he was the top performer. And he went for a, a, a beer and he was sitting in the, in the, in the pub with, with somebody. And uh, this other person shared with him what they were producing, you know, their revenue and their, their output. And it was three times more than what he was doing. Yeah. He went, how can that be? How can one person be producing three times more than what I'm doing? I mean, I thought I had the formula. And the guy said to him, well, I've got six support people. And that was a moment for him because he basically built his entire business uh, on that model. What's the thing that stops you from, from growing? And it's, it's time. Yeah. Right? So when you look at all these businesses that he's got, the, uh, all these offices around the world, he's got the front person and then he's got significant support backing them up. And it's doubling, tripling, quadrupling the output of that one person. Mm. So that's how he did it with support. But the, the thing is, can it be done with support as well as technology? Because what's the biggest hurdle to you growing? Now, if you ask this question, if there was a, 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 another one of you, would you double your output? Mm. And if it is the case, then how do you produce double without actually creating another person doing what you're doing? using technology and using resources. And, you know, I walked away from that. And for me, it was partly getting uh, extra support people. But the big thrust of it was uh, improving the technology. So if mm. it takes you uh, an hour to do a certain thing, you can cut that down to 10 minutes. You've got an extra 50 minutes for revenue-producing activity. What more can you do? How much mm. time are you wasting doing non revenue producing activities. And I think what you're talking about here is absolutely fundamental. So here you're talking about the power of team rather than the power of individual, right? And then, you you know, also that leverage that technology can bring you. But here in the business broking space, what, what I always find interesting about the business broking space is it does in many ways seem like there are a lot of people who are running out there on their own, in their own ship. And notwithstanding, you know, we have brokerages that can be quite big. It's often made up of individuals working in silos. And so I think it's a really good point that you make about business broking being an area that's really ripe for understanding the power of adding the support team 
around, you, you know, the each broker to make each broker more powerful and effective. Um, and certainly, you know, from our perspective, when I reflect on that idea into the legal world, that is, in fact, one of the things that I became aware of quite early on as well, because, you know, as an individual I was just so busy doing so many things. And when I started Aspect Legal, my my firm, it was just me. It was just me all on my own, you know, and I think we've almost got 20 now all throughout Australia and and back end in the Philippines. But we can achieve so much more now with a team than I could ever have considered to do on my own. Of course, Mm. obviously, but the power of each of our individual lawyers has been now leveraged by the team that I'm able to build around them. So, and, and our clients benefit out of that because we are able to build the support system for the provision of uh, business sale and acquisition legal services without it just having to be run by the lawyers. And that's a little bit novel in legal practices as well, because usually it's just the lawyers pumping out this stuff, maybe with a secretary that sits behind them. But, you know, we because we've been able to leverage the model with a large component of support team to push matters forward, you know, that allows us to provide um, faster, quicker, more efficient services, but without increasing the price. So now tell me, I want to understand, Steve, what this meant for you practically. So what did you do? You had this epiphany sitting slightly, was it jet lagged or hungover, whatever it was. <laughs> but I'm going to say jet lagged. <laughs> sitting where you, where you have this fabulous discussion, you have this epiphany. And how long had you been in the game then for? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Okay, so it was sort of it's sort of at that halfway point for where you are now. Yeah. You've done yeah. seven years of the grind and the slog, um, and I get that because actually I was a bit the same. And so then year seven epiphany, ha! Um, yeah. And then and then what? What did you do out of it? Tell me, tell me what changes you made, and how that impacted your delivery and your time spent and your profitability. Sure. I guess it's just breaking down the process. I mean, everybody knows this. It's nothing new. But if you look at from where to go, there's generating the leads, there's winning the business, there's the production, putting all the documentation together, there's running the campaigns, there's the prospect management, putting the buyers and sellers together, answering all the questions coming from all over the place, emails, SMSs, left messages, have I responded to this person? Have I not responded to this person? So basically looking at that process, then the completion to the post, post-sale. So those are the, the stages. And with each, within each of those stages, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of additional steps. So it was a matter of saying, okay, well, what am I actually doing now? And is there a better way? Can I cut the amount of time down from step three or step four or step five? Um, and it was just analyzing and improving each one of those steps. The technology available, you don't really know what you don't know until somebody shows you. You know, I, I, It's talking to people. I'd go to someone in the industry and say, look, this is how we're doing it. How are you doing? And my door would drop and I'd go, oh, gosh, the amount of time that I've been wasting doing it a certain <laughs> way. Now that I know this, well, give what us an example. Is what what is an example of like uh, on something you know tangible where you went, oh, why did I do that when I could have done whatever? The first thing that comes to mind is the process of prospect management. I, I talk to a lot of uh, business brokers and I say to them, well, what are your pain points? What what frustrates you? 
So some of the things uh, that, that we get is um, dealing with the buyers and actually knowing what I've answered, what they know, what they don't know. I mean, we can't smooth out the process by giving the information memorandum, but there's always going to be a Q&A. There's always going to be, oh, but what about this? Or can you get back to me on this? And if you don't get back to them, it's seen as rude or unprofessional. Um, and it, it's pretty difficult, especially if you've got a really big campaign. I mean, sometimes we run a campaign and we've got, you know, 40 different interested uh, acquiring par uh, parties. And yeah. they've got all, there's 40 different questions. Some yeah. of them are doubled up, et cetera. So that's one of the pain points. And I think a lot of other business brokers will identify uh, with that. So we put in a system uh, to manage all these Q uh, questions and answers uh, centrally. And um, I mean, without going into a huge amount of detail, it, it saved a significant amount of time for us. Um, and the, the buyers are getting the information a lot quicker. It looks like we're really at top of our game, but really what we've done is we've just looked at the process and uh, we've just made it easier. So you saw a process that wasn't, you know, that, that had the opportunity to provide some savings and then you went out and found a piece of technology that was already built or you built technology for it? Uh, well, we, we actually built it. I mean, we, we've been running the business on Salesforce for the last, 15 years, I mean, we're one of the really early, early uh, adopters of Salesforce. Um, and, you know, it's been improving and constantly improving the process. So there's been a huge amount of custom development uh, on the platform. And so you did custom development in Salesforce. Inside, yes. That, that then led you to be able to collect and process information or deal with the questions that were being provided in, in yeah. an automated way. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, another one is, you know, if you think of uh, when somebody approaches, they've got to sign an NDA, they've got to get a summary of the document, you want to get some feedback, are they interested, are they not interested, at what level are they interested, and, you know, doing this all over the phone, if you've got 40, 50 acquirers, it's, it, it, it can be a huge task, but we've automated that as well, and that has also cut out the amount of time that's required to, to manage a job, it's efficient, we're getting good feedback from the buyers. The, the sellers are getting a lot quicker summary of exactly where, where things stand. So, yeah, the technology has been hugely significant in, in our mm. ability to, to deliver. And so, and, and do you, did you drive that one through Salesforce as yeah, well? Yeah, look, we've done pretty much everything through, through Salesforce. Yeah, right. And tell me, so just those two pieces, the NDA and then managing the, the question and answer process, um, what? How much time do you think that saved you? Or what was what was the benefit that that drove for you from a tangible perspective? You know, saved you time, obviously. It's allowing us to do double, if not more, the amount of mandates that yep. one person can handle. Yep. So increasing the um, you, you know, the the capacity of each individual broker through right. this use of technology. And and right. one of the things we talked about earlier was, you know, the fact that automation tripled your broking business. And, and so is that sort of like from the perspective that, number one, it, it doubled your efficiency, but then with that efficiency saving, you had the time to go and do more marketing and put it in, yeah. put that into something that then grew the business and provided that exponential outcome? Yeah. 
I mean, I think I heard you speaking about this the other day, uh, Jonah, the, the consulting cycle where you, you're looking to win the business. And while you're looking to win the business, it's hard to execute the, yeah. <laughs> the, the project. When yeah. you're executing the project, you get so involved in that, it's hard to win new business. Yeah. So your revenue becomes a bit of a, 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 a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, it's up and down, up and down, up and down. Absolutely. So, um, the one thing that we found here is it's definitely smoothed that out because yeah. um, if we can automate things on the marketing side while we're doing the production, you know, things are still happening to, to generate leads and to, to, to bring in new inquiries. 100%. Um, if we're focusing on that and the production process is smooth and, and quick and timely, it smooths things out. Yeah. So, you know, you look at the process and it looks linear, but it's, 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 not, it's not linear. Yeah, you know, if you can get technology to be adding the tap, what, what's needed in each one of those stages, it, it levels it out. So yeah, um, yeah. Now I guess the idea is to to level it out and lift it up. Yeah, and you know, it comes back to this concept. I don't I don't talk about this much, but it comes back to some of the um, you know pivotal books that I've read and things that I've studied early on. Uh, you know the, this idea of the E myth, which is work on your business rather than in it, and you, you know some of these concepts, which you know in a roundabout way we're talking about here when we're talking about build the processes that build the business that, and then that frees you of all of this time spent. You, mm. you know, and I and I think this area. Uh, and, and of course, there are many, many, many industries that have complexity, but business broking and legal services to business sale and acquisitions, it's, mm. we're dealing with complex things because we're dealing with so many different stakeholders, so many different people, so many different emotions, so many different moving parts of information that you need processes in order to be able to make it work, I, I think, you know, and mm. I just think that there's so much opportunity for that in the industry and it really yeah. excites me. Yeah, look, <laughs> I get excited me. as well. It's a sad <laughs> thing, but I get, I get very excited about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one, the, the one thing, uh, Jonah, that I've, I've learned is um, you, don't, you don't know what you don't know. And, yeah. uh, I mean, one, one of the things that illustrates it, again, it would have been six, seven years ago, I hired a young guy and I was like, going to show him how brilliant our system is. You know? <laughs> Let me show you how we do this. And I showed him and I was expecting his jaw to drop and to blow him away. And he looked at it and he went, uh, Steve, um, why'd you do it that way? And I went, which way to do it? He went, uh, what about? And he just got on the keyboard and he started doing something and he showed me a thing. He said, why, why don't you do it like that? And my jaw dropped. <laughs> so he, th th this guy was... You know, young young twenties. <laughs> technically, I thought I was technically savvy until this guy came along. But you just don't know. So, um, like you like to talk to to people. I'm I'm the same. I mean, if if, the, if there's any business brokers out there that want to have a, a conversation with me, I would love to have a conversation. I can talk about this for the entire day. I love Happy that. Happy to show you what we do. Would love to see how you do it. Everyone can learn from everybody else, and there's oh, always a so better true. way to do it. There's always a better way to do it. So true. And we found that with the technology. You think that's the best way, but you don't know what else is out there. Yeah. So with this whole platform that we've developed on Salesforce, it's constantly improving. There's always new technologies. You can say, okay, well, 
yeah, we've done it that way. It works fantastically, but we can improve it. So it's it's an ongoing improvement process. Kaizen, consistent Kaizen. improvement, as they yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Love it. Oh, look, I absolutely love it, Steve. I love talking about this topic. Um, And I've actually, I'm putting together a a bit of a program to offer. I I mean, when I say program, it sounds like something I'm selling. Just more a a bit of a mastermind um, for brokers and um, people in the industry who are looking at getting together every now and again and just running through some ideas about how together we can create better efficiencies. I'd I'd love to get involved in that. Awesome. if, if there's anyone else there out there that wants to have a conversation with me, I'm open to it. Brilliant. I'd love to just share these ideas, get some new ideas and continuously improve the process. So. Fabulous. Well, what I'm going to do is I'll put a link in the show notes here as well. If you're okay. interested, if you're a broker and you're interested, um, or anyone in the industry, actually, um, you know, an accountant. Any service, really. Any, yeah. any professional service. It doesn't have to be broking. You know, like your business, it's it's very similar. I'm yeah, sure it is. A lot of the things are, are, are the same pain points that, that, that we both experience. Because we're people businesses but we also deal with a large volume of information. And, and that, I think, is, you, you know, part of what unites us. So anyway, check out the show notes if you're interested in getting involved. Um, and we'll we'll probably have, you know, a bit of a, a group getting together once a quarter where we'll be aiming at digging into um, these process and efficiencies together and sharing some ideas. So, Steve, I just want to say a massive thank you for coming along today. And if any of our listeners, our brokers, our accountants want to get in contact with you, how do they do that? Email, phone. <laughs> well, how about we'll put all the links, all the links in the show notes. And um, if you're interested, yeah. just click straight through to Steve. And uh, we'll also put some information there about our quarterly process catch-ups. Steve, I just want to say a huge thank you for coming on to the Deal Room podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, that's it for this episode of the Deal Room podcast with Stephen Fine, the Managing Director of Growth Focus. If you'd like more information about this topic, then just head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com where you'll be able to download a transcript of this podcast episode if you'd love to read it in more detail. There you'll also be able to find details of how to contact Stephen Fine Growth Focus, and you'll also be able to find details of how to contact our legal eagles at Aspect Legal if you or any of your clients would like to discuss any legal aspects of sales or acquisitions. We work with clients both big and small and have different services depending on size and complexity, so don't hesitate to book an appointment if you'd like to find out how we can assist. And if you are a broker or an advisor in the business sale and acquisition space, make sure you check out our show notes for a link straight through to that quarterly catch-up that we'll be organizing to look at the processes that we all use in the business sale and acquisition space as we endeavor to continue to make our processes together more efficient more and more effective for our end clients, those buyers and sellers. Well, that's it. Um, I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. If you did, then why don't you pop over to your favorite podcast player and leave us a review. And of course, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast. 
a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Have you heard of Aspect Legal's partner program? Our partner program is a free program that's open to brokers, corporate advisors, accountants and any other advisors to businesses who are dealing with organisations that are leading into a sale or acquisition of businesses or shares. As part of our partner program, we offer free access to our legal hotline, which is a support line to our specialist lawyers. We also provide a pre-free sale legal review to buyers and sellers where we educate them about the process and timelines from a legal perspective. And the third element that forms part of this partner program is a match-up database that we run where effectively we're able to connect up accountants or brokers or corporate advisors with businesses who are looking to either sell or acquire. So if you're a partner of ours, you go straight into that partner database and where we can see opportunities to provide matchups, then we introduce you. And the final element of our partner program is ongoing education in the form of seminars, webinars and meetups. And that's something new that we're introducing into the partner program in early 2020. So if you're not a partner, then all you need to do to become a partner is just pop us an email at partners at aspectlegal.com. And just simply say in your subject column, I want to become a partner. It's as easy as that to get immediate access to our free legal hotline and all of those other resources. We look forward to having you on board as a partner. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to The Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au.